Hollywood, the glitz, the glamour, the magic. But what's it really like? This is Behind the Lens. The podcast that takes you behind the scenes and guides you on a cinematic journey. In each episode, we'll be joined by industry insiders and creative minds, including Hollywood writers, directors, cinematographers, and more. These are the talented people who bring the stories we love to life on the big and small screens. Whether you're an aspiring filmmaker, a passionate movie buff, or just someone curious about the art of storytelling in film and television, this show is for you. We've made Behind the Lens as a resource for anyone looking to break into Hollywood or simply wanting to sharpen their creative skills. This is Behind the Lens, and here are your hosts, Alyssa and Melissa Knight. Welcome back to Behind the Lens, the place where we dive deep into the world of storytelling, screenwriting, and pretty much all things narrative filmmaking. I'm your host, Alyssa Knight, director and executive producer at Knight Studios. We are missing Mel today. Uh, Unfortunately, you're just stuck with me. Uh, Today, we've got a topic that's at the very heart of every compelling screenplay, and that's character development. Character development is like the secret sauce of great storytelling. It's what takes your characters from mere words on a page to living, breathing individuals that your audience can't help but invest in emotionally. And that's what we want, right? We want our audiences to invest emotionally in the characters, follow them, fall in love with them. And and that's what we are here to do as screenwriters. Now, whether you're an aspiring screenwriter looking to master the art of character creation or a seasoned pro looking for fresh insights, you're in the right place. Now, in today's episode, we are going to explore the essence of character development in screenwriting. We'll break down what makes unforgettable characters tick, dissect the techniques used by legendary screenwriters, and reveal the secrets to crafting multi-dimensional personas that leap off the screen. But wait, there is more. Uh, I'll also share practical tips, exercises, and real-world examples that will help you bring your characters to life, no matter what genre you're working in. Uh, At Night Studios, we do focus on procedural crime dramas, but again, what I'm going to be teaching you today will pretty much cover any genre you're working in. So trust me, folks, by the end of this video, you'll be armed with the knowledge and inspiration to create characters so vivid they'll practically write the rest of your screenplay for you. So whether you're crafting heroes, villains, or anti-heroes, you're in for a cinematic treat. So buckle up, grab your notepads, and get ready to unlock the secrets of character development that will set your screenplays apart. Now, for those of you who are joining our audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, pretty much everywhere, we also have a YouTube channel at Nightlight Show where you can also follow along with PowerPoint. So let's dive right in. Okay, so here we go. All right, so what exactly is character development and what is it not? Uh, it does provide a clear and concise framework for developing characters. It, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I like to say that it's the GPS for writing characters. It gives you an idea of the things that you need to make sure to cover in character development, because it's not really just about writing someone's biography, right? Uh, you want to make sure that that character development, that character profile, if you will, contains specific tenets. Uh, The beat sheet within Save the Cat, which is why I love Save the Cat so much. By the way, if you haven't read it yet, go buy it, go check it out at your local library, whatever. 
For those of you who are in the television industry and are writing series long franchises, there's a great book written by a gentleman named Jamie Nash called Save the Cat Writes for TV. It's one of many spinoffs, if you will, of the original Save the Cat book written by Blake Snyder. Uh, Writes for TV is just one of the many that are out there. Uh, There's Save the Cat Writes for novels, uh, pretty much anything, anywhere where writing is involved. There's pretty much a Save the Cat book for it. So the Save the Cat Beat Sheet, which is comprised of 15 beats, and if you didn't see the previous episode uh, of Behind the Lens where I talked about uh, developing your story arc and writing screenplays using Save the Cat, put this on pause, go watch that video, and then come back. It's It'll give you a lot of the foundational information for what I'm talking about when I refer to beat sheets. But the beat sheet details specific moments that writers can use to introduce uh, characters develop their flaws and show their growth. So that's really, again, why, why I like to say it's analogous to a GPS. It tells you where you need to go. It gives you an idea of the things that you need to do, the places you need to stop in order to get to your destination of a well-written character profile. Save the Cat is also a practical framework. It offers specific tips for writing well-developed supporting characters, emphasizing the importance of giving characters their own goals motivations and backstories. And there's a reason why I I made those letters bold is because it's important that your characters do have their own specific idiosyncratic, unique goals, motivations and backstories from the other characters. And I'll quote some of uh, other executive producers out there in this presentation today that talk about the importance of, of developing characters, developing their backstories, knowing who these characters are is vital before you even get into writing your screenplay. Who are your characters? Know who they are. What makes them tick? What are their flaws? What is their journey that you're going to set them on? Right? Because it's all about a journey in, in, in storytelling. What is not? It's, it, it is a framework. It's not going to do the hard work for you. It's not going to tell you specifically what will work and not work uh, for specific audiences. It's just a framework. It's just a, a set of guidelines for you to follow to get an idea of how exactly to write these things. Now, Save the Cat is not the only show in town. There's other prescriptive guidance out there on how to do character development, how to write beat sheets, how to uh, write screenplays. Uh, STC is just one of many, but I found in, in my experience this is the best one out there, at least for me. Now, they are guidelines, like I said, but they're not the biblical word. So do what makes sense for your character and the story. Ultimately, every situation, every screenplay, every franchise, every film, whatever it is you're making, every novel uh, is unique in its own way. And so while these are just guidelines, figure out what works for you and your particular story. So here's the Cliff Notes version of character development. These are the things where if you don't have time to listen to this whole episode or you just can't watch it all right now, this Cliff Notes will help you get off to the races and make sure that your character development meets these specific areas of important facets or tenets for that, that character profile. Make sure that your characters are complex, relatable, and believable, giving them clear flaws, goals, and motivations. Relatable is such an important word here. Have you ever been watching a TV series where you just 
had a visceral response to a specific character in that story. You just loved them. You tuned in just to watch what that character does in that episode. Um, my wife and I will sit down and she has certain characters in, for example, Chicago PD or Chicago med that she loves. And I have mine. Uh, we may not agree on who, uh, you know, our favorite character is, but that's really about making those characters relatable. They're not going to be relatable for everyone, uh, in your audience, but they're going to be relatable to some people. And, and if you've, if you struck that chord with those people, it means that you've done your job, Right. It's super important that your characters are believable. Are they authentic? Is Are they human? Is that something that a real human being, a flaw that a real human would have? Uh, making sure that these flaws, goals, and motivations for those characters is the utmost importance. Uh, and, and you need to keep writing those characters until you get those down. Flaws. Make your characters human. Make them relatable. We talked about that create obstacles for them that must be overcome leading to their growth and development. That's super important. Uh, they need to actually go through a metamorphosis. They need to actually go through some sort of transformation from the, uh, current world that they're in to the final world where like, for example, in the matrix, when Neo started out uh, with certain flaws in the beginning of the matrix at the end, he had all of his superpowers. He understood uh, who he was. He had a better idea of the world around him uh, and how he could manipulate it. So that was a clear character arc, a clear journey that that character went on. Goals. Give your characters a reason to act on the call to action in the story. That that rising action, that call to action for that character to do something. Uh, make sure that that's clear. Make sure it's believable. Um, what sets your character on their journey to become this new person where their flaws are realized and their flaws are overcome in that journey. Motivations. Uh, explain why characters want to achieve their goals. Why do they want to go on this journey? These can change throughout your story. Just understand that that's not stagnant, uh, that they will evolve throughout the story, even especially when you're talking about a TV series, right? You're talking about season long problems. You're talking about episodic problems. Every show throughout that season those motivations may change. Uh, we are all human. Our motivations change on a daily basis. Just because these characters aren't real that you're writing doesn't necessarily mean that they can't be human and, and react to problems and challenges the same way a human would. So how do you do this? Here's the prescriptive set of instructions for how to actually write a character, our character profile. Uh, give a clear backstory. This helps to understand their motivations and how they became who they are. Go into their childhood. Go into the previous things that sort of formed who they are. It's the same thing for you. It's the same thing for me. My experiences in my life formed who I am today. The mistakes I've made, the uh, challenges I've faced uh, and overcame, uh, my wins, my losses, they formed who I am. They form future decision-making. Uh, a lot of the mistakes I've made in the past uh, will help me make better decisions in the future. Uh, I'm a big believer in fail often and fail forward uh, because you learn your most in those failures. You learn your most in those poor decisions and they form your future decisions. So why shouldn't your character that you're writing uh, suffer from the same thing.
Uh, give specific flaws. Don't just make them flawed. Be specific, ensuring they affect their behavior and relationships. You really want to make it clear to the audience what's wrong with that person. I know, I know that sounds awful, but you want to make sure that the audience can clearly see what exactly is wrong with them. Are they super arrogant like Tony Stark in, in Iron Man? Um, you know, is, is there hubris? Does that person have a lot of hubris, uh, and pride that just sort of forms and shapes every decision that they make, uh, give clear goals. What do they want to achieve? Why do they want to achieve it? Show don't tell through actions and dialogue. Uh, this is super important for all of you to know, because I've seen writers make the same mistake where they do a lot of telling versus showing. It is so important when you're writing screenplays that you show, don't tell. Uh, it can be part of dialogue with a character, but don't make that too overt and too in your face. I've seen movies where it was just way too much telling. I'm sure you've seen these two where you literally have a character in that story saying what the flaws are, saying what the story arc is. And it just doesn't strike the same visceral chord with your audience than if you were to show it. Allow your characters to make mistakes. Um, they make the character more human, more relatable. You'll hear me say this over and over again in today's lesson to make sure that your characters are human and are relatable, are someone that you can relate to and sympathize with. So maybe a character is a mirror image of you as a writer, or maybe there's something, one or two things, or maybe more that you sympathize with, with that character. And it's going to be the same for your audience. And the more that your audience can relate to your characters that you create, the better. So definitely make them relatable. So growth and change, uh, that character should evolve over the story timeline. They need to continue to evolve just like in life, we don't ever stay the same. I'm not the same person I was in high school. I'm not the same person that I was in middle school. In life, we all change, and so should your characters that you're writing. There should be some sort of evolution, uh, some sort of positive change from their previous flawed selves uh, in their current world. Okay, here are some additional tips that I can give you, give them a unique voice. It's important that your character has a unique voice, a unique way of speaking and thinking. Uh, what comes to mind is uh, Schitt's Creek. If any of you have seen that series, if you haven't, it's hilarious. You have to watch it. Um, Moira in that show has a very unique accent. Uh, and in several points uh, throughout the series, you see people even make fun of that accent. Um, Give your characters a unique accent, a unique voice that sort of makes them different. Uh, it, it will strike many chords with your audience. So I would definitely recommend that and show their interaction with each other. Uh, this develops relationships and shows differing personalities. Uh, that's important because you want your character to interact with supporting characters. You want them to interact with each other. There needs to some sort of uh, there needs to be some sort of relationship being created amongst your your cast of characters. Uh, this is very important, especially in developing B stories. Uh, again, a reference to the previous episode of Behind the Lens where I talked about this. A B story is going to be like your bromance or your romance, a love affair, uh, something that happens between two characters or multiple characters. Who knows? Uh, it depends on your story. But, you know, uh, this is super important as well in making sure that your your characters are actually interacting with each other. 
Uh, use sensory details to bring your characters to life. Uh, describe what they look like, how they sound, how they move. This is going to be important in casting. Your casting director, if you've got one or if it's you, it will help you understand who it is you're looking for when you're casting these characters. Uh, the more sensory details that you can document in your your write-ups on these characters is going to help you. Um, it's going to pay dividends down the road in, in the storytelling as you're writing the scripts and uh, also in casting. Uh, don't be afraid to experiment. There's no one right way to developing characters. Don't sit there writing a character profile, uh, a character arc, and ask yourselves, well, uh, is Alyssa going to think this is wrong? Or is Jamie Nash going to think this is wrong? Uh, it's it's not about what's wrong or right. It's what works for your story. And so understand that while I'm going to give you some prescriptive advice today, um, some framework, some guidelines, I'm just one person out there who's giving you advice on, on character development. Get other advice, uh, read other books, take the best from everyone's advice and see what works for you and your story because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And Shit's Creek. Um, this is actually a great quote. Uh, if any of you did watch Shit's Creek, there was a final rap. What would you call it? It's like a behind the scenes and also interviews with the individual characters on the show and what happened. Um, Daniel Levy during that interview did a great job when he described character development. And I was so pleasantly surprised to see that he touched on this. And, and it really underscores why character development is everything. He said, we had been working on character development for weeks. And I just told my dad, can we just move on already? He said, no, we must know these characters, who they really are. What makes them tick? What are their flaws? Who are they before we do anything at all? And they spent weeks on that, weeks on character development. Uh, there may be a situation where you may spend months. This is so important. You cannot move on and and continue writing episodic screenplays and scripts without knowing who these characters are about, without you knowing them at an intimate level on who these people are, because it's going to be so important to the story. Have a strong protagonist. Uh, use save the cat moment to make your protagonist more likable. So the save the cat moment is when your hero, your protagonist in the story does something that uh, is loved, makes them loved and likable by the audience as someone that saved this cat from a tree or saved this dog from an uh, oncoming traffic. Something that will make the audience really just fall in love with this person. It should be early on in the story where the protagonist does something selfless or heroic, creating a likable and sympathetic character. You want to make it as early as possible. There's nothing worse than when you're watching a movie or TV show and you really don't get introduced to that character, to that main protagonist until too late in, in the show or movie. You really should introduce that person pretty much right away. It doesn't have to be the opening scene. That was one of the questions in the last uh, episode. Uh, I did a live stream on this. Oh, and you know what? I apologize. The previous Behind the Lens episode was actually an interview with Ron Garcia, a music composer in Hollywood. The Save the Cat beat sheet and screenplay that I'm referring to uh, was a live stream that I did on Nightlight, and that's on our YouTube channel. So definitely check that out as I'll be making a lot of references to Save the Cat throughout this episode of Behind the Lens. So again, this person should be selfless and heroic. It should be uh, 
uh, something that makes the character likable by your audience. Uh, that save the cat moment is the protagonist's actions being really truly selfless uh, and heroic. In the beginning of Iron Man, you see a lot of Tony's flaws uh, in how selfish and um, just self-absorbed that Tony Stark is. You see this throughout the franchise, but uh, you want your protagonist to be likable. You want them to demonstrate something that really has your audience like them as a person and want to be their friend and hang out with them and have coffee with them, whatever. Uh, show the protagonist's motivation for helping others. Again, you know, helping others. I guess, you know, in the cave in Iron Man 1, when he was trying to save uh, the person who saved him, can't remember his name in, in Iron Man, but uh, it was the the surgeon who put the the magnet, put the glowing magnet in, in Tony Stark's chest uh, and, and him trying to save him. Uh, you, you see that kind of save the cat moment come out in Tony and, and what he did to really eviscerate every single one of those terrorists um, after they had killed him. Uh, make the protagonist's actions have a positive impact on their character. They, they, everything that they do throughout your story should have some sort of positive impact on them and uh, change their flaws, uh, ev help them evolve as, as a person. Frame the scene so the protagonist looks good. You want to make sure that you do show off your protagonist as the good guy or the good girl, the one, uh, you know, the, the hero. Uh, maybe it's an anti-hero. That's okay too, obviously. Uh, again, it depends on your story, but you want to make sure that you frame them in a way that really does make them look like the good guy. Uh, so examples of this are the Incredibles. Mr. Incredible saves a baby from a burning building. That's obviously likable. Who, who doesn't like someone that saves a baby from a burning building? Breaking Bad when Walter White helps a woman who's being harassed by a group of men. Uh, I didn't watch Breaking Bad until just recently and uh, really loved it. Loved that series. Uh, examples of protagonist flaws, the arrogance of Tony Stark and Iron Man. We talked about that and how he was self-absorbed and everything really was serving uh, his entertainment. Hubris, uh, Walter White and Breaking Bad. That was his flaw, clearly. Luke Skywalker's fear in Star Wars. Um, that Yoda was afraid that his fear would bring him to the dark side. Uh, same thing with Anakin. And that's what happened with Anakin becoming Darth Vader. It was, uh, and that was one of the things that, uh, that Yoda had mentioned and why they wanted to keep him as a Padawan uh, because they were afraid of that fear. And it's exactly what happened. Gordon Gecko and Wall Street, his, his flaw was greed. Ellie Woods and Legally Blonde, self-doubt. Here's another great quote on, on character arcs. It's a character arc is a journey that the protagonist takes over the course of a story. The protagonist should start out as a flawed character and then undergo significant change by the end of the story. I can't impress upon you enough how important this is. There has to be some sort of significant character arc that that character has to go through some sort of change, just like Frodo Baggins in, in The Ring, right? There, there needs to be some sort of metamorphosis, some sort of positive change for that character. So how exactly do you do that? Make sure the protagonist change is motivated by their flaws. Make sure that whatever this change is, is a direct correlation. It's corollary to, to their actual flaws that you pointed out. Show that the protagonist is struggling to overcome their flaws. This is super important as well. They need to be stronger. There needs to be some sort of challenge. Uh, this is called, uh, in many ways, Dark Knight of the Soul. 
uh, with Save the Cat. This is where everything just kind of looks super bleak uh, and uh, they're really struggling and their flaws aren't helping the situation at all. Allow the protagonist to make mistakes along the way. While they're on their journey, they need to still make mistakes. They can't be perfect. Humans aren't perfect. Uh, I make mistakes throughout the day. Why shouldn't your character? Reward the protagonist for their hard work and growth. The audience needs some sort of reward for being giving you that emotional investment in the character. There needs to you need to deliver some sort of reward to that character, some sort of reward to the audience for being invested in your in your franchise. Now, here's some great examples of character arcs. I brought up Frodo Baggins earlier uh, from Lord of the Rings. Sorry, I think I called it The Ring. I think that's a horror movie. Anyway, Frodo goes from being a reluctant hero to a brave and selfless leader. In Iron Man, Tony Stark overcame his arrogance and accepts responsibility for the negative impact of his weapons when he discovered in uh, Iron Man Part 1 that his weapons that they were creating was ending up in the hands of terrorists and not just the U.S. military. Star Wars, Darth Vader succumbs to the pull of the light and the force by killing the Emperor to ultimately save his son, Luke Skywalker. So now supporting actors and lead actors for character arcs. If you're wondering if your supporting actors should have a character arc as well, why not? Again, I want you to get away from this thought that something is either wrong or bad. It's not about that. There's no wrong answer here. Sure, why can't your supporting actors have character arcs? You can probably recognize some of the supporting actors here with uh, Dumbledore and... Um, what are their names? Oh my god, this is so bad. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan and I can't remember this. Hermione and uh, uh, Weasley, Ron Weasley. As well as I'm sure you can recognize Han Solo. So let's summarize some of the takeaways that I want you to walk away with from this lesson. Uh, use the save the cat moment to introduce your protagonist's positive qualities, make them likable and sympathetic. Don't miss out on that hero moment where they save someone's life or come to the rescue of someone or something. Give your protagonist a strong character arc that shows them growing and changing over the course of the story. They must evolve. This is so important. Develop your supporting characters with their own goals, motivations, and backstory. Use the Save the Cat Beat Sheet as a framework for developing your characters and ensuring that they have a clear journey. In my last live stream where I covered Save the Cat and the 15 Beats, I offered a link to a free worksheet that I created for all of you to download. This is the entire Save the Cat Beat Sheet. Now, it is based on Jamie Nash's Save the Cat Writes for TV, and I will actually be having him as a guest on our show. Coming up, I'm super excited to announce that, obviously. And one final quote, character development is the key to creating a compelling story. Develop characters that are complex, relatable, and believable. I'm going to hammer that into you. I'm going to drill it into you. It, the character must be complicated. They must be relatable, and they must be believable. All right. So with that being said, that is it for our lesson. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Hopefully all of you took home at least something new. I, you know, if you're a seasoned screenwriter, you can write these uh, like the back of your hand and you have no problem at all whatsoever in writing proper characters or their character arc. Uh, but 
hopefully there's at least something new that you you took away from today if you did leave it in the comments if you didn't learn anything leave it in the comments uh, if this was a complete waste of time or or if you actually walked away with something new let me know in the comments and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode of behind the lens you've been listening to behind the lens as executive producers, Alyssa and Melissa are able to take you behind the scenes of everything Hollywood, bring you the industry insiders and creative minds. From writers to directors to cinematographers and more, it's our passion, and we hope you're enjoying the shows. If you are, make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Take care, and we'll see you next time on Behind the Lens. Behind the Lens.